Welcome to the HR Empowerment Podcast, where we will uncover strategies and new insights from HR professionals who discuss up-to-date regulations, best practices, and the most pressing topics like diversity and equity, leadership, dealing with difficult situations, and much more that affect your bottom line and business. Thanks for joining us. Hey, everybody, Wendy Sellers here, the HR lady. Thanks for coming back. Today, we're going to be talking about creating a work-positive culture that increases productivity and profits. Otherwise, why are we in business, right? So we have an amazing guest here today. But before we get there, we also have JC. Hey, JC, how you doing up there? Wendy, I am freezing my rear end off. I can't even lie to you. It was a beautiful sunny day up here near the Canadian border. Uh, however, at the same time, it was 19 degrees when I stepped outside. So, you know, it's Yikes. it's all about taking that, even though it might be negative for some, I face it as a positive experience, try to step outside and invigorate myself for the day, because ultimately, at the end of the day, a positive culture can result in 30% higher customer satisfaction levels, depending on what we're doing. Now, I think we're going to learn a lot more about this from a true <laughs> professional out there. I've got a little intro written right now. Uh, do you mind if I read that, Wendy? Go for it. Dr. Joey, an executive coach and host of the Work Positive Podcast, is the author of Work Positive in a Negative World Team Edition. With over 1,000 published articles and a global reach, he speaks to thousands annually about fostering positive work cultures. He lives on Pleasant Gap Farm with his family and pets. Please welcome Dr. Joey. Yay! <laughs> Man, so, so how much is that going to cost me? <laughs> Just an hour of your time. <laughs> Just an hour of my time. Wow. I, I mean, that's about the nicest sounding thing since my mom spoke to me last. So, I mean, that, that's... You're you're amazing, JC. Hey, by the way, Thank I'm you. sorry you're having a heat wave up there today. If it's all the way up to 19, that's got to you got to be sweating bullets, man. Sweating. <laughs> yeah, it's a poor thing. I'm coming in from a, a sunny Florida, um, but it's a little chilly down here, but nothing like you guys. And you're uh, oh, so I will oh. not, you know, get anything thrown at me through the computer. What, I what feel is it down pain. to 62 in Florida today? That's hey, just it's going down to Florida. the 50s tonight. <laughs> oh, my God. You're going to have to put on all three pair of flip flops that you have. <laughs> I'm just not going outside. <laughs> All right. With that said, hey, Dr. Joey, thank you so much for, you know, showing up today and talking to our listeners. Most of our listeners are wearing HR hats or, and or in the HR space. And, you know, I just wanted to ask you, how the heck did you end up where you are now? You know, talk to us about your experience. Yeah, well, I led um, nonprofits, groups of volunteers for 20 years. And if you want to learn how to do culture, Remove from your uh, playbook the ability to fire people and, and to have a paycheck to motivate them. You very quickly begin to discover a set of intangibles that drive results far better than any amount of money. Now, Joe, you're crazy. Uh, well, maybe, maybe not. But just Google any survey that you want to and find out what's really important to people about work. Money falls somewhere between third and sixth for most people. And uh, so there's just some more important things than money. So that's where my journey took me through nonprofits. And so I learned how to create a positive work culture because connecting individuals with the mission of that nonprofit is so important. Connected a story level because our brains think in stories. 
I'm obviously from the South. We love to tell stories. So it was like a match made in heaven. I love it. I absolutely love it. I have been on quite a few of nonprofit boards, um, you know, unpaid. So I actually sure. agree with you about the the thing that, you know, you have to find out what people are passionate about passionate about and hire them if their passion can fit somewhere in your company of course sure. you have to pay them um these days you definitely you have get to, pay, to pay, pay them because you have a sustainable company <laughs> yeah right we we wish everybody had a sustainable company especially the nonprofits. it's hard but it yeah. really um you know it is important to make sure that you ask your your employees what do you want because you might be giving them a benefit that nobody's even signing up for then why do we have this benefit why are we paying for for everybody or you know the all the administration that goes with it why don't we just ask them what do you want of course if you ask yeah. me i can say a couple million dollars so i can retire early but honestly right. i was thinking about that today yeah. i'm a workhorse and i was like i don't know if i'm really going to retire i'm still going to have to do something to you know share my passion whether that's helping mm -hmm. nonprofits, whether mm -hmm. um that's working part-time still it's really more of i can't i don't think i can stop working what do you th what, are, what are your thoughts on that dr joey well as long as i'm having fun let's keep going and and when fishing with my granddaughter or riding a horse with my granddaughter becomes more fun than work then i might consider it but to your point wendy we all have this internal drive for passion and purpose and the alignment of those and giving expression to those is what really drives us i've known so many and, and most of them were men so many men that retired at what we would consider typical retirement age dude they're dead in like anywhere from six months to five years because they lost their passion now if i guess if golf's your passion you can you can do that all the time but most of them say you know okay i go to the golf course three days a week things like that so we as human beings really have this need to we're social creatures to be with other people, to give expression to other people, to find meaning, purpose, and satisfaction in our lives, generally speaking. And work is an amazing way to, to give expression to that. And then when you create belonging, which is that point of intersection where my personal purpose aligns with the company purpose, and my leader helps me understand how my daily task contributes to the fulfillment of a sustainable company that aligns with the company purpose, you're off to the races. I mean, every day, I, my, my goal is to help companies create such a positive work environment that people look forward to Monday as much as they do Friday. I mean, you know. Let, Wouldn't that just, be nice? That would be oh, amazing. Nice. You can, you can. You can wake up every morning energized and ready to give expression to your best self right there in the workplace. and. Fortunately, uh, one of the benefits to come out of the pandemic is that we've begun to realize what's really important. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. Hold your thoughts on, on more for a second here, because I do want to wrap this up so we can go into session two. But sure. in the beginning of session two, I do have a story to share you share with you about what you just mentioned about golf and retirement. So everybody come back soon. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for joining the HR Empowerment Podcast, brought to you by Aurora Training Advantage. We hope you've gained new insight and strategies to navigate the HR profession. We look forward to you joining us again on the HR Empowerment Podcast.